This is Naptown Talk. Today is November 22nd, 2022, two days before Thanksgiving. I'm back. I'm feeling way better. Still got a nasty cough, but how to miss the Eagles game. We'll be there Monday night. Not not thrilled that we missed an uh, Eagles game, but I'm ready to be back in Lucas Oil. Um, oh, let me know. We yeah, didn't you, miss it. Half the podcast got there. Yes. You, so, Andrew was there. Did not um, pull out the dub, so we can blame Andrew. I, I predicted the loss. Um, but I'm still pretty mad, but we'll get into that. Yeah. So we'll talk about one thing that was nice to see. We haven't seen it all season. What was that? Let's see. What was that? Oh, episode 28, by the way. I don't know if I said that. Yeah. Um, JT episode. Let's get it. JT episode. I mean, he was, he did, he did well. I mean, I thought his performance last week was better. Obviously. Uh, but offensive line. What was the thing that we, we saw last week that we haven't seen? <clears throat> Let's see. Oh, wait. You're talking about Brent Faison actually being doing solids in coverage? <laughs> no, not that. No, you're trying to lead me into something here, but I'm just not picking up what you're sm- what you're throwing down, brother. We saw a touchdown on the first drive. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. It was awesome. I was fired up, super thrilled, stoked, ready to see the Eagles get their asses kicked, which we had the opportunity to do many times. Uh, but unfortunately, that was the only touchdown that we saw. Colts took a heartbreaking 17 to 16 loss that they were winning for almost the whole game until the last final minute. First time this season the Eagles have came came back. Um, you have a 10-point deficit in the fourth quarter. Sucks. Sucks. The Eagles should have been handed their second L back-to-back weeks, but we saw the same exact thing that we saw in the last time you were in Lucas Oil. 17-16 loss where the Colts were up two scores going in the fourth quarter and ended up blowing it, which sucks. And then we Absolutely get to, sucks. Then we get to see Mr. Sirianni on the sideline saying that he did that for Frank. All right. Uh, are we diving into this? Because I, I will I will open this can of worms really quick if you want. Okay, sure. Let's go ahead. You are a team that has only lost one game. Your team is working very well together. You are not performing under expectations. You are playing to how you're supposed to play. Your coach is leading you in that direction. Get the hell out of Indy. I don't, I don't want to hear you get on the freaking stands or bleachers and – Go on your little rant or whatever. Cool, you won. Great. Awesome. Congrats. But don't say this is for Frank, dude. Frank let the Colts down this year. Congrats. You scored 17 points and your defense bailed you out. As in I'm not your... going to go down that road because, you know, a win's a win. I'm going down the road of let's not act like Frank was un, was fired unjustly because he, you and I were Frank guys at the beginning of the season. But we just literally saw this team collapse right under his control. I mean, to be fair, if it wasn't going to be midseason, we were definitely going to be calling for it come week 19. Yeah, and I, I'm not somebody who wanted a midseason fire, but a lot of people were. And I'm not going to act like it was unjust because Frank was – he wasn't providing any sort of fire to this team, and the team needed it. Yeah. like I, we, we saw that team play harder under Jeff Saturday for this first week of coaching at, in, in the NFL, like in his career – Harder than I've ever seen them play for Frank and all Frank's time there. He's yeah, had his time. And it's just like, don't get me wrong, Frank is a great coach, but he's not the, uh, he's not that raw raw guy that what the team and that's what the team needed. And that's why he needed team, that bad. And, and the team kind of lost. He lost the locker room. And once you lose the locker yeah, room, not he left. Sense, you're not you're not getting it back. Nine Pines wanted out. 
I mean, because of what that locker room was at. We always made the joke that, like, in order to get the boys pumped up, he was going to rail some lines of scripture and provide orange slices at halftime. Yeah, he didn't have that fire in him. Like, he's a mastermind. But that's about it. Like, he, he, his, his, he can see the good teams. Like, sorry, he's a good coach. Whenever, like, everything is provided for him, and he can utilize the offense like he, like he can. He's not one to be underachieving because when he's underachieving and he tries to do those same plays, it looks like shit. Yeah, it does not look good. And we saw we saw some Frank Reichery from Parks um, when he was inside the five doing some weird hey, shit. Hey, second game, second game. Yeah, um, he's still working with Frank's the, playbook. The so. double, the double reverse fake. Sorry, the double, the the play action double reverse was interesting, and I thought it it had a chance, but that wow, I, I feel like it was just obvious what was coming. That play needs a offensive line that is capable of blocking longer than two seconds. Offensive line looked. All right. Um, anything else on Sirianni before we start actually diving into? No, I don't even want to talk about him anymore. Let's just say, just mind your own damn business. Um, Colts. Yeah, offense volume looked abysmal again. And it's not even. It, what sucks is it is impossible to get a drive going whenever you're constantly getting flags or not blocking or you, when you're going backwards for most of your plays. That that is not good. It seemed like every drive started out with a either Bernard Reinman or a Will Fry's penalty or, you know, I don't even know. It's so weird how it felt like they abandoned the run after that dominated, like they just dominated that first possession. I'm not sure if they gave up on the run. I think we got felt used like to it. Well, so they on first downs, they would do runs, get it, get six inches, and then they asked her from scratch from scratch again for the, for Dude, the, for the series. The after that first drive, I felt like. Every first down from there on out was a play action. And I think it's kind of embarrassing that they bring in two guys off the street and they look like all pros. They stuffed a run. Well, they are all pros. Both of they them are. are so. But, like, but um, they're also... Um, they did just absolutely... I, they I weren't signed by well anyone else. I hate how well that worked. It, I know. it sucked seeing that. I mean, we'll see you if they can... two hungry hog boys on that D-line. I mean, good for the Eagles if it pays off. But, um, Zach, I think we talked about this a little bit. I think the Eagles will get the first seed in the NFC. This piece of the NFC is weird, but I fully heart, full heartedly believe they will get waxed in the divisional round. So Jalen Hurts, he looked good on his legs, but he did not impress me at all that game. He doesn't. He uh, doesn't have an arm, and I know we kind of talked about this a little bit. Um, the only reason why he looked good passing is because AJ Brown's that good at gain separation. Yeah, and then I don't know, dude. I I just it's frustrating hearing. Jalen Hurts MVP talks because he he scored on a touchdown where he got to walk right through, and he got bailed out yeah. in that pass interference. Like I don't want to well, Patrick well, Mahomes but, MVP, dude. Don't 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 say anybody else's name in the MVP conversation right now. Well, because Jalen Hurts doesn't he did not look like it. Sorry, I'm still saying the yes, he got bailed up by the DPI, but Zaire Franklin also. I'm not sure. People are saying he blew the coverage. I really don't know who was actually supposed to be on the coverage there because it was just that blown that I can't tell the safety was supposed to shade and he didn't shade. Um, but Zayre Frank wants to try to stop a touchdown and it's like you could probably account for this. Like if it's wide open, look like a touchdown. Like you can't, you don't have time to look back. No, um, he he did what in, in that situation when you're in panic mode, that's what you do. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, you you just tackle him because it's either that or six. Now that was a badly thrown ball. Do I think he would have scored a touchdown on that? I do not think Miles Sanders makes that play. But you never know. I mean, but um, Zaire, Zaire's got to do what he's got to do. I don't blame that. 
So I didn't re I didn't analyze that play enough. Like if that was a year's if Zaire was if they were playing man and he had and he had Miles Sanders, absolutely. That's that's yeah, Z- running back. If, yeah, that's Ziggy all day. But if they're playing zone, I got different questions. I doubt that that was zone. Because why else would Zaire be all the way down the field Ex- with him? I, I like I said, I haven't had a chance to look it over that much, but um I don't blame Ziggy on that. I really don't. It it's I, I do blame him because he should have been in a better position, but I also in that position, in that situation, that's football right there. You do that. But you can't um, what but, sucks but, is we had we had the chance to win the game at the end because they left some time on the clock for a field goal. Um, which also we had a missed field goal, which in the end lost us that game too. Not a lot of people are does, talking about McLaughlin missing it, which is weird. Does the AFC South have like the worst worst like kicking record in like the past five years? If you had the Titans jagging the Titans, the Jaguars, and us have just have terrible times with kickers lately. You just said F the Texans. No, they don't score, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so I I don't honestly don't pay attention to kicking in the uh, the AFC South. I am I'm sorry to tell you that, but it's all right. It's something I feel like. Chase McLaughlin lost that game for us. Will Fries lost that game for us. Bernard Ryman lost that game for us. That defense played so well. Matt Ryan took some sacks that were iffy, but I don't know, man. I I just hate. I wish we we say Parks lost that game too. I mean, you're you were going down the road. He was, you know, it's the second game. Like, can you say he lost it? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. That's as I was news. The second game. Um, I for somebody it feels like he, the way that they're stuffing the run it almost leads me to believe, believe that like people were, like they were really predicting his offense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well. it's Jeff Saturday even said himself it's going to be a simplified offense, but it's just like it stinks going in there and just that first drive was so promising. And then the rest of the game was just, but and the defense played so well, I hate how we're wasting just this top tier defense Colts have this year. I'm glad Gilly's on a two year deal because I would hate for him to have one year and just be done like that. Um, I, I just really hope the Colts figure their shit out and I'm starting to, I know this is going to be crazy, but I'm starting to really, really lead the way of, I want them to, take a left tackle with their first pick of the draft. <laughs> I, that might be insane, but I'm at that point because Matt Ryan, we've seen what he can do. Um, he's not horrible. He's not gonna, he's not great, but he can win you a football game. He's not Carson Wentz. He's not going to go out there and not win you a football game. He can, he's done it what four times already this year. Um, I, so just, I, I just want to blindside dude. I want to left tackle Anthony Costanzo. I miss you. I miss you a lot. I I just think, I'm not going to join you in that take. I feel like th- their second round would be to be our interior tackle, depending on how deep, how much, oh, how many dribble up I think with a first rounder, depending on what we pick, we could really get a raw QB talent that Matt Ryan can mentor. And where we need to do better this offseason for offensive line is free agency. I've harped on this enough. I'm not going to go back into it. We'll let people walk that probably shouldn't have walked, and we didn't bring anyone in. So there's other ways to improve the offensive line. Get some more, get some more like snaps under it because right now we have a very outside of the three all pros that we have, we have very unexperienced people in those positions, which is scary. And here's the thing with you, what you're saying with the free agency, we can we can definitely dive into that because I mean, we don't have a whole lot of cap space, but there's there's really only two guys that I can think of right now that we absolutely need to resign. Bobby Okereke. Bobby Okereke is easy. He John might be Taylor too expensive. We don't have to resign JT yet. Um, we'll have to expand him. Yeah, he, he's not up for. He, we'll have to give him an extension next year. Um, 
Go ahead, look it up if you want. No, uh, I, was Par- think, I was trying Campbell to think. Paris is the other one. And I'm I'm down to keep uh, PC Paris. PC had that big drop, but then he had a very nice play to make up for it. Uh, we've seen what he can do with his speed. The receiver market's going to be super weak. There's I'm not, not a whole lot of receivers that are going to be out there. I'm not in the market for a wide receiver, being honest. Me neither. We finally but, have that position group fixed. Yeah. Um, so tackle, man, it sucks because I really do feel like if this Colts team figured out their offensive line, Frank Reich would still have his job. I really believe that, and I think the Colts would be in contention for the AFC South. We right would now. be they, going back to our original predictions with thirteen and thirteen yes. and four and fourteen and three. It, and it's so crazy that it, it, that's all we like. Like it's it's funny because Frank got a lot of criticism when he'd say this team was close. Because I mean, it doesn't look like it. To, well, you know, we all knew. But, we all knew it was close, though. And the only reason why it looks so bad at the end is because he lost locker room. Well, also because it's the offensive line. People realize, oh shit. If the offensive line's bad, the whole offense is bad. Funny how that works, huh? Yeah, ain't that something? Offensive um, line's important. Who would have guessed? I think not me, because Andrew Reed was an offensive lineman. Thanks. Um, I think we need to move. Let's let's move to some positives for, uh, about these about this Eagles game before we dive into this next defense. Week's defense. Um, Rodney McLeod. I know we talked about it before. Outside of Stephon Gilmore, probably the best signing we did all offseason. The most underrated free agent because when he, we sign him, you and I were both like. Eh, he's gonna be a guy that'll be back. We, th- we thought, well, that's we also thought. We also thought Kari Willis was still gonna be playing, and then we drafted Nick Cross. So we we had a deep one. We had a deep uh, safety room, and until we didn't. <laughs> yeah, Kari Willis. I mean, it was it, he didn't take too long to retire. He didn't pull an Andrew Luck on us. Um, no, I, I was saying I think they made that signing before he retired, though, if I remember yeah, correctly. He did. Yeah. But that, that signing, McLeod has super impressed me this year, and did so well in the run. I he, love that he's good, man. I good in the run, good in the pass. Like this defense has just been so solid, dude. It's just been so good. And this, uh, it really, I don't. I want in the draft next year. I want if you're going to draft defense position, you're going to do edge and corner. I don't want to see any other position taken. They can get. We don't need it. They can get linebacker and free agency if Bobby walks. Bobby walks. I kind of want him to sign it. I kind of want them to sign him though. Obviously, dude. Yeah, I want him to sign too because gosh, he's so good, dude. This is good. This defense is so solid. And Shaq Leonard hasn't even really been a factor for him this year because his injury, which is okay, because I want him to get healthy. But that's even what, he, if I would have told you this Colts defense would be top five, like you know, they're not. I don't think they're top five. They're four going into Philadelphia, so they might they be were. There okay, well, so there you go. Top. They, if I told you this defense was top five during this time of the season, you'd be like, "How has Shaq been doing? He must. He must be deep. Depoy. Well, depoy, Andrew. I think that's um. I think that's one spot this defense is really hurting it right now, though. The lack of turnovers. I know we saw a strip set from Yannick. Like we've really been missing. We saw his, a couple of turnovers. Well, you get the. Well, I'm talking about last game. I, I, yeah, well, I, and we we saw a couple turnovers last game. Well, we saw the strip sack. AJ Brown and, fumble. AJ Brown fumble. Yeah, two fumbles. I guess I'm more talking about the picks. I feel like we haven't seen a whole lot of picks, and I feel like that's also a spot that Shaq helped with as well. As There's a play. Pre- I don't know if you remember it, but it was um, Jalen Hurts just chucked it deep, overthrew his receiver. And oh, yeah. He remotely makes a good throw on that. That's Stephon Gilmore INT all day. Yeah. I'm just, so, just looking for some more picks, I guess. That's my criticism. Yeah. Because the fumbles I, have been there. Not as – I'm just spoiled. I'm spoiled from last season. Shaq Leonard, peanut, peanut punch, peanut punch, peanut punch. But what about the picks? Pick, pick, pick. Nice. We should clip that for sure. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I mean, we saw some positives. Defense looked good. I mean, 
I don't like seeing the last two minutes of the game. I don't like seeing Deion Jackson in there over Jonathan Taylor. And they said that was planned. So I, that's that's a bad plan. That's a bad plan. JT bro. can literally JT can JT can, can pass blast run and, and go up for routes. The one she need for a third down back. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Taylor, you get the ball in his hands. He's gonna he could score at any second. So yeah. like I hated that. Keep him on the field. I hated that. That check um, if that check down pass at the end of the game goes to Jonathan Taylor, who knows what he does with it. So let's move on. I already am. I'm I'm at the point in the Colts season. It's it is nice. I've already told you the Colts losses don't hurt as bad as they did. That one hurt, but I got over it a lot quicker than I usually do. <laughs> well, that's because you weren't. That's because you weren't there here in the freaking section that was the Eagles away section. As an arse. I've heard nothing but terrible things about Eagles fans. They were, they were true. No, they they, they were. Say, don't don't think about your. Your ladybird here, okay? No, I want they you to, they were I want all you to chir- be honest. They were all chirpy, very chirpy. Um, I didn't see anything outside of that. And to be fair, uh, my ladybird was also asking every Eagles fan that we saw if they're from Philadelphia, and about under twenty five percent of them were. So, bunch of, of fair, bunch of fair weather fans just freaking hanging around. Um, it's weird that the Eagles have a fan base. What's I mean, eight and one? I, I eight, any eight and one team but... has that though. Yeah, that's fair. I'm my laptop. I'm charging it really quick. Okay. Um, yeah, anyways, moving on to next week, though. Prime time against the Steelers Monday night game. I'm excited to be there. Prime time Monday night. Um, one thing that does petrify me, though, is Mr. TJ Watt. He's terrifying. He's like, hold it out Matt Judon. I'm like, this dude will eat us, eat us for breakfast. And he did. Uh, TJ Watt's going to do the same. And Anyone tells me otherwise has not been watching this team. But I do think this is our chance for our defense to just absolutely annihilate a poor Steelers offense. Agreed. All they got is uh, Najee Harris back there. Um, But we got Grove, so. And we have one of the best rush defenses in the league. Exactly. Um, It's going to be a real test for our offense. I mean, test is, can we even call it a test? Like, we'll call it an opportunity for us to prove us wrong. Yeah. Colts are still in playoff contention, dude. They're in the hunt, Andrew. Okay. <laughs> dude, that was ridiculous. I got back from the game. I was watching some games on CB. I was watching the four o'clock slate, and they showed the uh, graphic for the AFC playoffs, and it shows the four ten and one Indianapolis Colts in the hunt. Four ten and one. You... Sorry, sorry, sorry. I did the math. Four six and one. Four ten. <laughs> I, I said four six. I had to go to ten. There you go. Big math guy. Big math guy. So, yeah, I'm, um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm ready to be in Lucas Oil on a Monday night. I don't think I've ever been to a Monday night football game. I'm, so ready, for, be nice. I'm ready for Stephon Gilmore to tear apart a rookie quarterback. I'm ready to see this Colts defense tear apart this rookie quarterback. I know, dude. I'm excited. So, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think I it, it would I would be shocked if we're talking next week and the Colts did not get the dub. Um, I would be I, super shocked. This is I, one time where I predict them to go in there and they should beat the Steelers team pretty handily. But, shit, I think it's, you never know. I think it's a Dio, uh, not, not a get, get right game, a prove it game. This is an inferior offensive line. Is Quiddy back, though? Quiddy's back. I'm not sure. They haven't announced anything yet, um, but I expect him to be. They, they, they've they actually been rotating their defensive line pretty like pretty healthily throughout the whole season. So we're going to see Dio, we're gonna see Dio anyways. Um, I'd like to see a sack from Dio or two. Okay. I want to see another. Uh, I want to see a uh, interception. I want to see Isaiah Rogers' interception. 
I want to see Isaiah Rogers oh, interception leading to th- a touchdown. Colts touchdown. Defensive touchdown, baby. <laughs> oh my goodness. One thing we didn't talk about real quick. Um, when Isaiah Rogers went out with that concussion, the next four plays they targeted uh Devontae Smith, who was being covered by Brandon Fison the whole time. Mm-hmm. And every time it was just it was just completion, completion, conclusion. Outside of that, when I Roger when Rogers got back in the mix, the corners looked better. Brandon had a few solid plays, but that was ugly. Whenever it was just constant targeting, I'm like, this is brutal. We need Isaiah back in right now. Yeah, they knew to target. They knew who to target. Isaiah Rogers does look a lot better out there, though. I mean, we've been saying we've been Isaiah Rogers truthers since day one. Even day before one. most of uh, the now Isaiah Roger, Rogers crowd was even if, saying anything about him. I feel like we've been kind of. I feel like we've been on the money of our truth with our truthers, though. Yeah, I agree. Paris Campbell, we've been sticking by him. I mean. We we were questioning them a little bit, but we we've always been a PC uh, podcast. The no show at Jacksonville just pissed me off. Yeah, same. He he didn't show up at the beginning of the season, but now he's finding in his groove. And I really like uh, knowing that we got Paris Campbell, who's lightning quick um, in a slot. And I really the Colts need to prioritize resigning him. Also, I'm not going to lie. Um, seeing Zach Moss in 21 really threw me off. I did not realize that <laughs> was the number he took. I know he had to carry in the Raiders game, but I must I, I must have missed. I got that a play. hot take for you. What's your hot take? We won this the trade. Is really hot, huh? We won that trade. Well, I'm not going to go as far as saying that because they still got two more years after this year of Naheem to figure out how to use him in this offense. Um, what I will say is, I think I like Zach Moss in this offense better than Naheem Hines. Well. To be fair, we never used Naheem in the way that exactly. we promised that Naheem was going to be used. And now that we have Zach Moss, Zach Moss is going to fight for those three downs. He's nothing mm-hmm. flashy, but he is he is he is a he's a, he's a power back. That's what he is. So that, and that's what that's we need. Exactly this why board. I said that. So the reason the reason why I said I like Zach Moss in this offense better is because Naheem Hines is not going to run anybody over. Nope. Zach Moss, you can run him between the tackles. Yep. And Naheem Hines between the tackles terrified me. And they they were doing that. That's how they were using him. They Colts promised a huge role for Naheem. He didn't get it. Um, but but I'm just saying, having a guy that can go in there right after Jonathan Taylor smacks you in the mouth, that is gonna probably, you know, smack you in the mouth just as hard because that is a he's a thick boy. Mm -hmm. So I I like Zach Moss in this offense a little like because if you're gonna have a guy that's in that RB2 role, I, I don't want you guys getting a break from Jonathan Taylor. I want you to get your mouth smashed in. Speaking of to where Roy- you're like, frick, this guy, he hits just as hard as number 28. Damn. And he's a thick ass 21. He's a thick 21. We're not used to seeing that. I know. I saw him. I haven't like, seen that since Bobby Sanders. Um, speaking of rain between the tackles, um, one thing I'd love to see, I'm not sure if it's going to happen. Dennis Kelly needs to get back to left tackle. Because if Reinman, not, man. Reinman, they're going to put TJ Watt on Reinman every damn play. Yeah. Matt Ryan will get destroyed. Absolutely wrecked. So Dennis Kelly, which he will, no matter what, even if Dennis Kelly there, he's still getting wrecked. But maybe at a fifty percent less chance. So here's my thing: Why do you think Andrew Reed knows more about Jeff Sar- than Jeff Saturday about the offensive line? I I definitely don't. Um. Me personally, I think they want Bernard Ryman just to see. You got to see what you got. You spent a draft. You spent the draft capital on him. You don't know which way your season's going to go. You're trying to write the ship, but also you'd like to find out pieces for the future. And they're trying to see if Bernard can actually step up. I'm still in win now mode. 
I still want to win too. I don't want to tank. I hate tanking. And so I think I think Jeff's on the he's Jeff. While Jeff is definitely trying to win, he's also trying to figure out what piece uh, pieces he has moving forward. Yeah, for sure. And I I think you know Bernard is a guy that has not shown me much this year, but he showed that to somebody along the way. So I'm hoping Dude, maybe I'm Jeff gonna, sees something that I don't. I'm not gonna lie. I know it's weird. Put Dennis Kelly at left tackle. Put Bernard Ryman at right guard. That's weird. I it think is that weird. might really affect his development. I I I, I don't know. There, I feel like in the NFL, yes, it's you don't get paid as much for being a swing, but I also feel like it teaches you like to learn different aspects of the game. And I know left tackle is as a different skill set, but Bernard Ryman has proven that he has raw strength. That's my win now mode. That's all I have to say about that. Okay, I'm I'm not gonna agree with you on that because I think it'll hurt his development at left tackle. Guy can't play left tackle. Um, so don't try to put him in at right guard and learn a whole new position. I'm just not sure if he's our answer at left tackle going forward. But you just said it yourself. Let's just throw him in there and see what. No, he can no, do. no. I, I, I said I want Dennis Kelly. I think that's what Jeff Saturday is trying to do, though. Figure out what pieces he has moving forward. Hmm. I don't know. Um. Let's see. I got nothing else for this Colts offense. I'm expecting points. That's oh. all I have to say. Here's what I want. You you gave what you wanted. Uh, you want to see Dio with a sack. I'll tell you what I want. I want Wacky Jonathan Taylor Army. to have his. Yeah, I want Jonathan Taylor to have his first multi touchdown game of 2022 season. Oh, it'd be nice. Honestly, I, like it's if we got rec- so, is it really that much to ask for? Dude, give me a receiving and a rushing. Is a receiving touchdown? I do because I think. I know I bitch and gripe about the screens every time we run them, especially the time when we run two screens back back to back. That really pissed me off. Um, but like you said, you get the ball in Jonathan Taylor's hands, he was, he's going to make things happen. Yeah, I, I fully believe that. Um, do you have anything else you got to say about this uh, Steelers matchup? Let's see. My uh, future brother-in-law, who is a big who is a big Steelers fan, will be at the game. Um, and I really hope that I don't have to hear it come – um after the game so here's what i'm gonna here's my score prediction okay what you got i think this is a different Colts team under jeff saturday i think they're gonna be pissed about this freaking l they just took against the eagles that that, that game would have turned their season around in a good way mm-hmm. um i think you're gonna come here you're gonna see the steelers you're gonna see tj watt dominate but i also think this colts are gonna put up some points i think this is gonna be a high scoring game for the colts I think they're going to put up 31, 31 points, and I think the Steelers are only going to put up 21. So I'm going to go with Colts 31, Steelers 21. Zach, I need to ask you, which take, what do you would, you, which, which take would you like? Would you like my Colts take, or would you like my NFL take? Give me your NFL take. I think this game's going to be ugly. I really do. Um, I think our defense is going to show out. I think they're going to prove – um, that they're one of the top defenses in the league. I feel like the Steelers are going to get scrappy and get a few touchdowns that are just going to be complete BS. And I feel like our, our team might struggle to score more than 20 again. Okay. That's me trying to remove my hominess because uh, I want to see him score 28 plus. I think they so can. What's your, what's your predictions then? Close 24, Steelers 13. 13? Mm-hmm. 
Cool. cool stuff. So ugly game, but they get the win. Yeah, multi, uh, that's two, what, two scores. That's what I believe, but I know there's. I, like I said, that's that's my cold side. My that's my cold side no, take. No, I told you, give me your NFL take. No, I didn't. I said I didn't give a score because I don't even want to think of a score because I think it's going to be like a Broncos Broncos Thursday night affair. But I don't think that's going to happen. But for that lives right free in the back of my head. You're bah, 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 bah. you're going all over the place now. I'm just saying. That's just my realistic side of me. I, it's like because this, this team has done nothing to, to nothing to show on offense, even that game as well. I would just love to see them score points, and I think they're very capable of it. And that's me still rooting for the positives. Hmm. I think you just went through a whole little uh, whirly durly there. I did. I, I I stick with the twenty four to thirteen, but I do know in the back of my mind it could it could be ugly offensively again for us because of TJ Watt. Yep. Like I said, I think TJ Watt will be a menace back there, but I think the Colts are still going to find a way to put up points. Um, but shit, <laughs> after that, I don't know. Um, so with that, I think that's enough Colts talk because I'm tired of it. Really quick, let me give my little two cents on the Pacers. I know you're not as bought in as I am. No, they're. Uh, they're I think you need to go. They're making Pacers the playoffs. Game. I think yeah. I, I called that at the beginning of the season. Did I not? They look good. I've been following I on record. I haven't been following as hard, but I've been following. I think you need to go to a Pacers game. I think you go to a Pacers game, you're going to be like. Damn, that I was plan, sick. I'm invested. I, I plan on attending the Colts game. I mean, a Colts game, a Pacers game. Nah, you shouldn't go to any Colts games. But no, what I'm saying is that what, that's what bought me in. I, I got there. I, I got to see the game uh, in person. I got to see this team because uh, it's really hard to watch games around here on the because of Bali. Um, but I, but I, I I think I've said, though, I'm just like, I, I will definitely go to Pacers game. I'm just waiting for Colts season to finish up. <laughs> yeah, but the Pacers, they're getting good. They are now fourth in the East which is pretty mm-hmm. sexy. I predicted them to be a bubble team, but they're they're playing really well. Miles Turner is a force on the defense. Um, I saw that. I mean, this just obviously makes a lot of sense because Miles Turner is always pretty much a defensive player of the year candidate, uh, but their defensive efficiency is way better whenever Miles is on the floor. Just makes sense. But I really don't want to entertain any trade talks right now. I want to um, see. I need, I need to ask a follow-up. He's, I've, I've been following, but not that closely. Um mm-hmm. Are we still in, is do you think Dickie's still in the trade Chris Dorte train? Chris Dorte? Uh Chris Dorte, I haven't really Dorte, I, I would be surprised if Dickie wasn't still on that train. That's a good question that we should ask him next time he gets on the pod for her some Pacers talk. You need to have like a um, Dickie's mailbag. Yeah. I like that. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, we uh Pacers, I'm really glad uh we got some young studs on that team that we can talk away from our Colts and step away from that ledge a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have uh, no ex- expectations for this team, yet they're still dominating. It's nice seeing so, double zero and zero on the court. Just freaking absolutely dominating weird, together. But they are so good. Matherin is still him. Uh, highest player or scoring player off the bench. Uh, highest scorer amongst all rookies. Uh, best three-point percentage off the bench. So like, oh man, he's a he's a stud. I I I'm really looking forward to it. We need to go to that game soon. Yeah, so I agree. Pacers invest in them because they're going to be very good in the next five years. Buy, buy stonk. Yes, buy some stonk. <laughs> Stonks. So All right, I think that's enough for this episode. It wasn't the happiest of episodes because of that loss and TJ Watt. F you, but go Pacers, go Colts. TJ Watt, you better watch out because we got <clears throat> checks notes. <clears throat> Bernard Ryman coming for you. The Austrian. The the, the Terminator. (laughs) But we will join you next week talking about a Colts dub and giving our second version of the dog list.
because I really wanted to give another one so bad. Marty McLeod was up there for me. I was thinking about it, but then I knew I get my hopes up. Yep, I know. So, all right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you later.